You're listening to the Agony Column News Report, trashotroncom agony. In the Milkweed Triptych by Ian Tregillis, Bitter Seeds, The Coldest War, and the Newest, Necessary Evil, the results of a second world war fought with magic and mad science changed the way we see our world. 24th of April, 1963. Forest of Dean, Gloucester, England. Warlocks do not age gracefully. Viktor Sokolov had drawn this conclusion after meeting several warlocks. Now he watched a fourth man from afar, and what he saw supported his conclusion. In the milkweed triptych, the Germans used mad science to create men and women with supernatural powers to fight in the war. Tregillis was inspired by a real British project. Long ago I had read about a piece of World War II trivia called Project Habakkuk, a real-life project by the British Admiralty, where they had investigated the feasibility of building ships out of ice. They wanted to build aircraft carriers out of ice because ice doesn't sink. But when I'd read about that, I couldn't get the idea of these vast berg ships plying the North Atlantic out of my imagination. And I was driving to work one day, and I still remember the spot on the road where I was when I realized the Germans would have sent a pyrokinetic spy in to sabotage the shipyards. So from that, I had the notion of this program that was creating these people with unusual abilities. Tregillis based the creator of this program on a man with a dubious distinction. He was inspired by a real-life historical crackpot, a guy named Adolf Lanz. He published his own occult crackpot fanzine, wrote a lot about biblical exegesis and eugenics and all sorts of very troubling ideas. Copies of this publication, which was called Ostara, were found in Hitler's personal library. Hitler banned publication of Ostara because, and I find this very funny, he worried that the association with Lebenfels was making the Nazi party look bad. Tregillis imagined that one of the German creations would be Gretel, a precog, who could see the future. But he soon realized that her powers as a character would require authorial intervention. Gretel actually knew everything I knew about the first and second books and well into the third book of the series. So I couldn't use her as a point of view character because I felt like I would have had to do so much dancing around what was in her head that it would have been cheating the reader. I'm very mercenary. I had to reverse and engineer another character near her who could see everything she was doing but have his own interpretations. So I gave her a brother, Klaus, who is another survivor of this program that created the German supers. Tregillis doesn't just find evil in the Germans. In reality, and in the novels, the British managed to evince their own brand of evil in what were called funk holes. Funk holes were places where people with a lot of money would go out into the country to sort of live in a very posh bed-and-breakfast scenario, to just ride out the war years. They would pool all of their rationing coupons and all of their money and live out in the country all through the war playing tennis and swimming. I think that is an evil much greater than anything Gretel is doing. It's very selfish and self-serving and cowardly at the same time. It was just such a neat piece of history I couldn't resist. In the three novels that comprise the milkweed triptych, Bitter Seeds, The Coldest War, and Necessary Evil, Ian Dragillis offers an alternate history that ultimately informs the way we say our own version of history, written, as always, by the victors. With time to read, I'm Rick Kleffel. Find out more at agonycolumn.com.
You're listening to the Agony Column News Report, trashotron.com slash agony.